everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Uh, Andrew Stretch, Game Pass editor. Game Pass editor. I feel because... like you've used that before. Really? I had used that before, think but so? we saw a lot of Game Pass this week, so mm. I'm just going to I'm gonna reclaim that. Mm. Well, thank you. I feel like Game Pass so. has just been too far out there, and I'm so glad someone's finally claiming it. So the creativity well is already dry, huh? On the, on the whole, <laughs> hey, hey, on we're not we're not talking about Gamescom yet. Oh, that's right. We'll talk about Sonic later. <laughs> Yikes! That's, that's not good. Uh, this week we're only talking about news, actually, because Gamescom happened, and there's a lot we want to get through, and there's also some other news we wanted to touch upon. But I think let's just get right into it. Let's talk about. The, the Keeley's other big show that's not the Game Awards or Summer right. Games Fest. Caps off hot G-Hoff summer. Yes. So the Gamescom Live coming to us live from Germany. Opening night live. Um, so this isn't going to be like a play-by-play of the Gamescom announcements because by now I'm sure you've seen the things you're interested in. It's more just our thoughts, the things that stood out to us during the Gamescom show. Uh, how does everyone feel about Bloodborne finally coming to Games Pass? It's so fantastic that we're getting Bloodborne 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the most anticipated PlayStation game coming to Xbox Game Pass. Ooh. Lies of P. Life of P. Life of Pi. Uh, can't wait to see the tiger. I want to see the like the whale. Yeah. I mean, a, a, like an automaton mechanical whale or tiger in this game would Wait be horrifying doesn't pinocchio go into a whale isn't that a yeah. thing monster yeah. there yeah, you go I mean, that's one of my think... favorite worlds in kingdom hearts <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking of <laughs> yeah liza p does look pretty cool though and it's it's nice it to it's a korean dev right and they graciously accepted that award on the stage which is very cool you know also felt a little weird to have awards in my opening night lives he's got to remind you about the game awards in you know a few months <laughs> yep he's, he's creating his own competition yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. life to p looks cool uh and it looks like because i feel like there's a lot of souls borns out there right so it can be easy to kind of get lost in in that trying to chase mm-hmm. that dragon i mean in, in opening night live i'm pretty sure we saw at least three other soulsborns um but the the gameplay in lines of p looks a little like heavier chunkier and like a good dark soulsy bloodborne way so i'm kind of excited to see how it's gonna feel they seem to really be pushing the idea you know the the themes of lies and pinocchio of course you know we all know his nose grows he did look extremely human um, aside yes. from his mechanical arm, but there was um, there was some stuff said uh, in additional commentary that like th- the more lies that you as the main character tell in the game, it's going to be easier for you, but you're going to become more wooden, I believe was was the way that it was phrased. Uh-huh. But basically, it seems like there will be some some level of world changing, world shifting and, and storyline divergence in the way that you communicate with the NPCs of the world. Hmm. I wonder if it's going to be similar to like how Sekiro had, was it like dragon rot or something where I think it's like the more you die mm. the more NPCs would yeah. die and that would affect the story. So it sounds kind of similar. Yeah, I would, I would assume like, you know, there's no game that truly manages to like nail 
a, a completely free split split storyline. Right. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Though knowing me and my my affinity for Soulsborne games, <laughs> I'll probably get about two hours into it, say "fuck this," and go to the next game. Hey, that's Big one same. hour. That's one hour and forty five more minutes than Rut. We'll probably get through. In I made it twenty minutes into Elden Ring, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm yeah. garbage. I'm getting killed <laughs> by the trash." Like, <laughs> I, I'm too impatient yeah. for Souls games. That's the problem. I just. Yeah. You're, you're telling me that Elex skills don't translate over, huh? <laughs> uh, interesting. <laughs> I mean, in, fairness, in fairness, Dynasty Warriors skills would transfer the worst. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. That's because it's the best game of all time, and it's its own unique playstyle. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Dark Souls no, is just no other trying game to has reach. that playstyle. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. So what's funny is who would have guessed uh, a Pinocchio game for this? Like I don't look at it and be like straight out of left field. I was like, that's Pinocchio, right? They're like, I wouldn't have guessed that. It looks like Timothy Chalamet or however you say his last name. (laughs) That's who he looks like. (laughs) Like whenever they make the movie, Uh I already got the guy cast, Pinocchio. I know who would play him. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean we as a society always like love the the idea of taking fairy tales and making them really fucked up um well, i mean I they was, started out pretty they fucked started, up we're looking <laughs> forward to returning to get them back <laughs> yeah. after the disneyfication <laughs> yes yeah. this is the humanity reclaiming the fairy tales we always put about <laughs> right we're taking it back from disney yeah <laughs> yeah just, I, I mean it's Go ahead. It's also funny that we just got the new trailer for the Disney live action yeah. Pinocchio last week as well. That, <laughs> and then there's lots of Pinocchio because Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio's coming also out. Also working yeah. on Well, it's on Netflix or something. They got a trailer recently. Right. Yeah. I, I Pinocchio's Cinematic have, Universe. I would not have expected this game to be... Like, if you look at the gameplay and you didn't say the word Pinocchio, I think I would have just not gotten it was Pinocchio. You oh. know what I mean? Like... You could have just been like, yep, it's a weird automaton universe with yeah. spooky, yeah. spooky automatons. It, it kind of makes me think of Dishonored 2 meets Bloodborne. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 But Liza P, that's that's exciting. I think it's early 2023 or something along those lines so, for the release window. Summer, fall 2023, probably really. Wow. Yeah. I would say release dates are meaningless now. This particularly was the first time we've heard it. I don't believe it. But what are you talking? I thought release dates were important, like the These February twenty three. Anything else this fall? Well, for, okay, November, for, for my packed. health, <laughs> November is pretty fact. So September, uh, and there's no yeah. games coming out. Okay. okay. Well, so how does everyone feel about the uh, us 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 and the entire internet calling it last week of uh, Dead Dead Island two coming to Gamescom? Well, is it fair to say call it when it leaked? It's not like everybody yeah, guessed. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I was giving everybody a lot of credit. <laughs> yeah, but that was the final thing at the Keeleys. Uh, it was the big reveal that maybe was a little deflated considering the leak. Uh, February 23 is the release date. We saw a trailer where we see Lenny Kravitz beat up some zombies. Yes, we did. 
And you think uh, that'll be yeah. the only thing we see again? It'll just be another cinematic, and then the game just disappears. <laughs> it's Maybe. it's like the it's like those cicadas. You know, we'll see a trailer for Dead Island two every exactly. seven years. I can't I can't <laughs> wait to see a delayed next week. <laughs> Goat Simulator eight trailer parroting this one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How, how does everyone feel about... Because I don't think we saw the trailer last week. All we saw were some screenshots that were not mm-hmm. so flattering. Now we no, have the trailer in action. How's everyone feeling about playing another game from 2010? I'm a bit zombied out. Yeah, zombies yeah. are kind of like, boy. we've It's been going like 15 years real strong. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, very heavy. Mm-hmm. I, I am... I don't know. I, I'm a little zombied out as well, but I also feel like the see you in hell a tagline is the who do you voodoo bitch of the, it's the same narrative thread. It's the same feeling, the same yeah. juvenility, right? It's like, okay, this, this game knows you exactly know, maybe what this is. will be the Saints Row people actually want. <laughs> maybe. Oh, maybe it's got maybe. that vibe. <laughs> oh, too soon. Well, I mean, it seems like the zombies have as much personality as all the other NPCs in Saints yeah, Row. So, so. Oh, man. yeah, Damn. yeah. I don't know. Dead Island Two just seems. Um, it it just felt like a game trapped from ten years ago. You know, I just. I want to hope. Eh. I, well, I mean, we haven't seen too much of it. I mean, the gameplay wise. So I guess we can't say that definitively yet. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a little bit of gameplay sizzle reel, little bits toward of it. Yeah. So. We'll see. I mean, it's the thing. The reason one of the reasons zombie games are so around forever, they it's satisfying to mow through some fucking zombies sometimes. So if they can yeah. do that, it'll still be fine. Like, yeah. Is the new Saints Row not on Steam? Is it an Epic? Is it? Oh, maybe could be. It might maybe. be. Okay, I was just gonna look oh. up to see what its last twenty four hours of players has been, uh, uh-huh. and I cannot. So. Or may- well, maybe there really is nobody playing it on Steam. That's Steam <laughs> just forgot to add it. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised it's not on Steam with how much trash makes it on there. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, um, I think Otten, you would call this next game trash. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. We saw more I mean, gameplay. It's a a trash of a uh, certain. It's like higher caliber. Yeah, well, it's like you know when they they the, when certain like uh, cultures say this is a delicacy when it's just fucking hot garbage that people mm. eat for some reason as a joke. That's mm-hmm. what Sonic Frontier says for some people. Okay, <laughs> well, I guess I'm one of those people because honestly, I'm I'm gonna be because I remember last time we talked about Sonic Frontier, Stretch went out yeah. on a limb was like, hey, that looked good. I'm joining Stretch on that limb. This is looking, uh, I can't looking wait better than I thought. Accidentally saw through that limb and you both fall off the tree. Oh, I expect to fall <laughs> off the tree. One billion percent. But this gameplay, I don't know. Like now that they focused more on the um, showing off the little like levels, I guess. The, I don't the remember what they called it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the instead of the, well, they should feel very familiar from something I saw. Hmm, and Yeah, kind of. Exactly. Right. But I think it's it about felt to a little more some news on us. There, <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt more alive than that open zone that yeah. they kept showing off. I finally put my finger on what the open zone feels like. I was talking with a friend at work the other day about how like gaming now is so accessible, so easy to get into. And there's so much like free stuff. And I remembered growing up and being like, well, I don't have the money to buy a new video game. I'm just going to find some shareware online 
where someone has modded Sonic into a Doom wad. Mm. And then I realized that's that's what the open zone of Sonic Frontiers feels like to me. It's someone's Unreal 5 project that they have just like in develop mode, just like dropped in a bunch of Sonic props. I think you it's mean like, just one Sonic prop, which is Sonic. Well, and some rings. <laughs> sure. They've got the rings and they've got like they've got like the, the regular like cartoony vibrant red yeah. like the springs and stuff. And they've got the, the yeah. hot wheel speed up thing, you know? The yeah, and, yeah. And then just just floating rails not attached to literally <laughs> anything. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I'm excited. The only thing yeah. that could make it better at this point would be a chow garden. Um, so that is the hill that I will always die on for a Sonic game. <laughs> you never know. There there might be one, right? And this comes out. I, I thought this was very bold of Sonic Team to do. Uh, they announced at Gamescom that Sonic Frontiers launches November 8th, literally the day before God of War Ragnarok. That tells <laughs> you that Sonic very is bold. faster than Kratos. <laughs> Sonic like, is I, faster than Kratos and better than Kratos. That's what that tells you. It's I mean, clear. I agree. I agree with half of that. He probably is faster than He's Kratos. Better, yeah, yeah, probably no, faster. Oh, you meant the other half. <laughs> the other yeah. half. <laughs> like, he's probably faster. I'll give him that. You think they're banking on... This is going to make me sound like such a douche, but you think that they're banking on the fact that, you know, Sonic people are little subhuman people that want to play that. <laughs> and then the God of Wars for the real gamer people. So they're like, oh, we don't have the... The Venn diagram of our audience crossover is pretty small, so they're not too worried about it. You know, you could have been nicer and been like, maybe God of War's for the adults and Sonic's for the children. But you were like, no, subhumans is, well, is the answer. The thing is, if yeah. you don't agree with Otten, you're immediately subhuman. That's him. not true. That's not true. There's plenty of things that I don't like Bioshock, but I think it's fine enough. People can mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. They're making a movie. I really apparently. like Bioshock. Well, well Bioshock yeah. is subhuman in a different way because they're subterranean, like underwater. Uh, yeah. well, how about this, Otten? Uh, my favorite Bioshock is Bioshock Infinite. Hmm. Mm. Uh, for those who aren't well, watching the video because it's not out, Otten's face is very um, excited well, and elated. That's that amazing how Ken. opposite me and Stretch are on like everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't understand him as a person sometimes. I've said mm-hmm. that before. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't understand it. It's just a good reminder. Anyway, I uh, no, I think the Kratos like having it before God of War Ragnarok is very bold, and it's either Sonic Team being like maybe too confident, or they're like, let's just send this out to let's just old yeller, or they just didn't realize it because they make bad choices all the time. That's also (laughs) possible. Yeah, (laughs) they're pretty famous for bad choices. Mm -hmm. That's not true. I thought the kiss between Sonic and the human was really romantic. (laughs) I hope this game ends with another one of those. Mm. It'll be great. We've got Big the Cat. Big the Cat's back. That's pretty cool. And and maybe Sonic and Big the Cat will kiss. Hmm. Really breaking barriers. Don't get Sam too excited. There's plenty of Rule 34 of that out there, I'm sure. So, 100%. Uh, Dead Space was there, and by that I mean Callisto Protocol. Uh, we saw more gameplay. I feel like we've seen a lot of that like everywhere. It's on everything. I've seen yeah. it like 10 times now, it feels like. Yeah. I think it looks sick. I'm so excited for like, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks good because I've been wanting a Dead Space again, and this is fulfilling that. So I'm like, yeah, let's go. And like the telekinesis looked super satisfying, like just mm-hmm. chucking them into the, the grinder, man. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. 
Yeah, and I like the um because I think what made Dead Space so exciting was like aside from the atmosphere, right, is that you have to cut the limbs off the enemies, which mm-hmm. made very interesting weapons. And this kind of feels like a nice twist on it because it's like if you shoot limbs off of an enemy, sometimes a tentacle spawns out of it, right? And then you have to shoot that off. And that's kind of like, oh, okay, that's like an interesting little twist it's on that formula. Resident Evil 4. Basically, yeah, if you're not yeah. quick enough, they essentially power up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. And I think uh, with how much they're showing over this past summer, I feel fairly confident in that December mm-hmm. 2 release. Oh, yeah. That's what it's going to come out. December, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like yeah, they've shown enough. Yeah. And, and I mean, I don't think they can afford to push it back because if they push it back anymore, they're getting close to the actual Dead Space remake. Month window, which... <laughs> oh, that's right. It's in January, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's probably competition they don't want to have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we saw a new game from China, Where Winds Meet, which is set in like the Ten Kingdoms era of, of China. And it looks, I don't know, it looked kind of rad. It looked it pretty, look pretty rad. It was like it was action game. Yeah. It was like it, it looked open worldy, and you can like ride horse and and do big weapon. It kind of looked like Neo ish. It looked like Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, in terms of the open world e stuff. I yeah. like the movement a lot. Like a lot mm-hmm. of options there. Like, um, like that classic wuxia movement, like the the flash stepping across the water. Oh yeah, so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like the only thing that I am a little hesitant about with it is that it, it reminds me a lot of Black Myth Wukong. Yep. Where I'm, I'm say, yeah. convinced that Black Myth Wukong is a myth because we just keep seeing more yeah. gameplay of it, but like yeah. nothing else, you know, like no no ideas of a release window or anything. And it, it hasn't been at trade shows as far as I'm aware, like where people can actually play it. I don't think it. so. Yeah, they yeah. just put out clips. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it looks really cool. Yeah, that's it. You know, just that's all I've got, really. But so, I think they're definitely of a, of a similar style in terms of even the gameplay looks pretty. It's like hack and slashy mm-hmm. in a similar way. That one just seems more fantasy driven, where this seems less so. Although there was some weird monster stuff in it. Yeah, but that one definitely is leaning into whatever mythology around some Chinese mythology that I don't know fully, mm-hmm. and the different stuff with that, but. That's probably the thing that I'm most excited for with these games coming out to like really dive into some like good Chinese mythology. Like, you know, I know so much about Western mythologies, Greek, um, Egyptians, everything, you know, anything that Assassin's Creed put in front of my face is just fascinating. (laughs) Been playing like through soul hackers and all of the demons there are tied to mythology in one way or another. Um, I would love to see more more deep dives into Chinese mythology because those stories are wild. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, so where winds meet, I'm hoping we see more maybe in the next couple of years. See where that comes. Uh, we have a new Lords of the Fallen game, and the sequel is not called Lords of the Fallen 2, but The Lords of the Fallen. That must be great for SEO. <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk about it later, but it's nothing beats having everywhere as a title. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Everywhere release date, everywhere platform, 
I mean, they just, everywhere I think that was released, the first thing like, I typed into Slack when they showed the thing was I was like, man, the SEO on that's going to be shit. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's, it's such a bad name that when I was telling a friend of mine about it, who isn't really that big into gaming, I kept calling it everything, which is another one, which is right, exactly, game. which yeah. is another video game. <laughs> so dumb. Well, but, we're gonna get the we're gonna get the sequel because then we're gonna have the all at once come out in three years, and then we'll have everything everywhere and always oh, at once. I, I know what's throwing you off. It's not. It's got to be everywhere, and then a colon, day of the reckoning, something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh -huh. Blood. Uh huh. But that's a video game name. <laughs> but uh, yeah. the Lords of the Fallen taken the fast and furious naming approach so i've never played the original so everything that showed in this trailer seemed really neat to me mm. um like i what even type of game is this i mean what was, i remember it's souls -like. a souls like that wasn't super well received the yeah first one. it was one of the early clones that was really yeah it was early on like it got yeah. on it early. 2014 yeah, yeah. yep okay because it is yeah. on Game Pass, and I have been meaning to try it out. Yeah. It's this, not terrible. This cinematic thing looks pretty rad. I remember looking at it, and then I saw the name. I was like, wait a minute. They're trying to <laughs> trick me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks better than I would have expected. So, it the it, it definitely sequel, feels, looks, the, that whole trailer looks extremely Dark Souls. Yes. Extremely it from software. Yeah. It has a lot yeah. of the same look as the original game too. In turn, like yeah. I saw it and I was like, "This seems like Lords of the Fallen." And then it got to the end and I was like, "Oh shit, I was right." Yeah, <laughs> felt pretty good about that one. You, so, you yeah, did the Leo meme. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. some of that, but I mean, I think it's not made by. Is it made by the same people though? It's made. It has the same publisher. It's not the yeah, same developer. The developer mm -hmm. was Deck 13 the first time, right? The mm -hmm. people that did the surge and stuff. It's like hex something. Yeah, yeah, so it's different dev. Right, because now Deck 13, they're working on Atlas Fallen. Uh, that's right. Which, which was also revealed. Yeah, Publishers CI Games. And CI Games publishes a fair amount. They did Sniper Ghost Warrior. Mostly Sniper Ghost Warrior. Hmm. They do a lot of games. Well, really, just this one franchise. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a really long list, and then I start scrolling down Steam like, like Sniper Ghost Warrior, Sniper Ghost Warrior, Sniper, Sniper Ghost, Ghost Warrior. Warrior. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, well, know. Scott Cawthorn, he publishes a lot of games. <laughs> uh, yep. uh, yeah, like one a month. <laughs> yep. But I can't wait for the third sequel. They're just going to call it Lords Three, or maybe just Lords. <laughs> you know, just just. Well, no, it'll be the Lords of the Fallen, but three will be there instead of the E. Yeah, <laughs> really going for that Fast and the Furious yeah. naming convention. Yeah, or <laughs> the Lords of the Lords of the Fallen. They could do the uh, for three-er approach, and it's just the E at the end of Fallen is a three. <laughs> uh, but Atlas Fallen, we also saw that it looked very sandy, very deserty, and then the people in it used sand sand as powers, like the kind of the kind of sand bend, like Gara from Naruto. Mm -hmm. from what that's a lot of pop culture in one sentence i don't think that i can handle that <laughs> i don't think i appreciate naruto references uh, those naruto yeah. and the famous anime avatar 
that I don't know and don't give a shit about. I told you it was too much for him. It's okay, Grandpa. We'll, we'll, we'll sell you Oh, down. yeah. Me not knowing a bunch of anime stuff makes me a grandpa. Uh-huh. Well, even worse, Avatar you is kind of not with an anime. Your <laughs> I know what Avatar is. I thought you said like it was an Avatar from another thing. I know I've seen Avatar. Yeah, no, yeah, we're that, getting that it. new Avatar game, too. Is there? There we are. Uh-huh. Oh, well, the, not the anime oh, avatar. The blue people avatar, yeah. Blue people. The blue people. The blue I, guess, people. I guess, side note, I, I was making the joke about the blue people avatar, but there has been listings for a new avatar, the Lost Airbender video game showing up on, on storefronts around the place. So we probably are getting that as well, but mm-hmm. we won't talk about that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but Atlas Fallen, it looked, I mean, it was another cinematic trailer. So, well, there was actually some gameplay, if I remember. You're kind of like like sand surfing. It kind of looked like a Haven, how you kind of like glide along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Big open like world game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Very saw Dune was coming out. They're like, oh, sand. <laughs> that's our new. That's a new and then big. they made a game based on it. Because, you know, this old worldy thing is definitely Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Sanderson, famous fantasy novel guy, uh, he he wrote a game called Moonbreaker, where yep. it's it's but it's a strategy game. It's a strategy <laughs> game. Table. It's it's tabletop the video game, yep. not to be confused with tabletop mm-hmm. simulator or other tabletop esque video games. <laughs> but this one's just like literally minis. Like they don't even it's, animate. It's just like you're moving minis. And, yeah. Yeah, that threw me. It's like in collaborated or like developed with Brandon Sanderson. I was like, oh cool, we're gonna get a like nice narrative adventure. And there was like minis, and I was like, mm. what? Well, you know, he's he's a big game guy. So I mean, I knew he's got several projects going. Yeah, um, there there are many ways to play, as they say in the in the trailer. I, I don't know. I only had to deal with that with Stretch. Now you. Well, no, th- that's literally what they say in the trailer, which is why yeah. I'm wondering like. How many how many ways are there to play with minis? Uh, well, I mean, don't ask Stretch. There's yeah. it's endless. <laughs> endless. But in, in this game, I'm I'm curious. Like, are there really like are is that their tagline? Like, there are many ways to play. Or I mean, it. You're talking, talking about, about how like you would unlock them and they would all be different too. So yeah. it was not like it's there's 50 miniatures, but it sounds like there's a bunch of iterations of it, each it one. Might be it might be the miniatures equivalent of like a deck builder maybe maybe, maybe. or like xcom esque you like that. get the creatures and level them up i was kind of eh on it until i saw the miniature painting that oh. seemed really oh, like yeah. weird and unique and fun mm. um, just like as a way to completely personalize what you're doing but also we don't even know if there'll be like multiplayer or anything so I don't, I don't quite know, like who who who's the painting for, and I guess right. if, if it's just for the player, then cool. <laughs> I'm sure that there will be a subreddit of 150 dedicated people showing off all of their paint jobs. Probably, Probably. yeah. Guaranteed. Uh, that might be more popular than we think, because I think a lot of people like the idea of painting and then do it and they suck at it. So something that hmm. makes it a little simpler. Mm, might digital. be pretty yeah pretty appealing yeah how yeah. have seen a miniature painting sim at this point i was just about to say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You know, yeah. if they had a, if I want royalties a, if anybody does that. If they had a miniature painting simulator that you could export in a file that could be read by tabletop sim, um, that would be that cool. would make shit tons. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well don't, don't, we, don't. We, we need to edit this out with no, tabletop yeah. sims. Yeah, we need to edit this out. This is a million dollar That's idea, right. guys. We need to keep it to ourselves. One thing mm. we didn't mention with this Moonbreaker thing, it's made by the uh, Subnautica people. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the deep which is a water people. Interesting. Well, I mean, yeah. genre. Yeah, yeah I mean, unlike FromSoft, that just like all they do is a single genre, and like you know, going into a FromSoft game, what it is. It seems like Subnautica, like the the developers at Subnautica, have just decided we're going to do the complete opposite. Like everything mm-hmm. that we have worked on, let's throw it out and build something completely new. And that's and that's got to be logistically a pain in the fucking ass <laughs> yeah um but it's a really neat idea for a developer mm-hmm. well yeah. i imagine they've got a pretty nice cushion from subnautica because they made quite a few like i mean they kept updating it and there's like subnautica below zero yeah. is that the, mm-hmm. the sequel was like the game. Game. It, was, it was pretty yeah. popular yeah so i imagine they have a nice little safety net for them to go out on a limb like this and i imagine saying we have a game featuring brandon sanderson yeah, is is gonna help. It's a, it's a, a lot. big draw. He is literally the most popular fantasy author in the yeah, world. Didn't he just have like some a lot. astronomical Kickstarter? He did. Yeah, he, yeah, I think it's it's like one of the most popular ever. I put yeah. money yeah. into it. Just so. just for some. It's just for some books. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Yeah, wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how Moonbreaker is gonna go, especially because I mean, what if they do eventually? What if they're listening right now? And they're like, oh, exporting minis? That's a smart idea, Stretch. <laughs> I mean, they might be they might be taking like the the Overwatch approach with it as well. And it might be that the gameplay tells you absolutely nothing about the world, but then there's super high quality mm. Pixar level yeah. level trailers that they release. The, that, just uh, <laughs> TF2 style. Uh, yeah. Just remind me as an aside of Overwatch that, that the world began as an MMO and it's so funny how we know fucking nothing still. Yeah. It's supposed to have been this super fleshed out MMO backstory world with a bunch of stuff and they're like, eh, fuck all that apparently. <laughs> I really dig the story of Overwatch. I've played two hours of that game, probably. <laughs> and you've seen I mean, yes, all you the got, You got screamed at by a 13-year-old, and you were like, I can't do this anymore. Oh, well, I mean, if he's going to be my stepdad one day, then I need to listen hey, to now. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, hey, we still got Overwatch 2 coming. That's going to have the PvE thing. That There you'll get all of your story on all of it. No, I won't be playing it, so that's fine. Okay, fair. <laughs> coming to Game Pass. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nope. <laughs> Uh, High on Life is coming to Game Pass, actually, as well. I believe that's coming mm-hmm. out December 13 or so. Uh, I think November. Do you smoke weed in it, you think? Probably. You've got, well, it's not weed. It's probably some weird, like, space Space weed. alien that says something about sucking it off or some dumb joke <laughs> that you make. <laughs> <laughs> Call exactly. it now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to say something like, blow me, and then, yeah. You, then that's how you get high. You can blow it and you get high <laughs> on life. 
Oh, yeah. Man. yeah, this is that uh, that game from Justin Roiland and Squanch Squanch Games. Is that the name of the dev Squanch, studio? Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so very Rick and Morty vibes. And if okay. if you didn't know that, watch literally a two second clip, and you'll be and like, "Yep, if that's you Rick didn't and Morty." Quite understand what the game was about? I mean, sorry, you just don't have the IQ for it. Yeah, you, you, this is the one thing a prerequisite for this game is you need a huge IQ. Yeah, if you really want to understand it, yeah. Yeah, but it's basically the, the shooter where Morty is your gun. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's accurate. It talks yeah. shit. They showed, game, they showed that boss fight at, uh, at Gamescom where Ooh. it's basically just Morty talking shit at the boss and the boss being like, can you shut the fuck up? And the gun's <laughs> like, no. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And by the way, if you saw that and that's all you saw of the game, that was not a good showing of the game. It was mm-hmm. pretty awful. But there's other gameplay out there that they also put out that actually was like, all right, now I actually see what it, what's fun about it. Because that, yep. that boss was just terrible. Yeah, there's like a 25-minute clip you can find on YouTube that's oh, – yeah. it shows a lot more, a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did find it interesting that your grapple hook thing also talks. So, yeah. so well, I think oh, everything is going to talk every, to you. Everything yeah. talks, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, saw, they saw that gun from Cyberpunk talk to you. They're like, ah – yeah, uh, they're on to something. Like a whole game around this. Yeah, oh, my plumbus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, after seeing that, I just decided to put on like season one of Rick and Morty again, just to like kind of you know ease back into it there and like kind of remind myself of like, oh, I do have a big Make IQ. Sure Thank you, Justin. Smart. Exactly. Yes. Um, man, boy, howdy, is it hard to go back to watch those early ones? <laughs> <laughs> is it a little? Oh, I mean. I'll make- Maybe oh, if you don't understand it. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe your IQ isn't as high as it was back then. Maybe I, I mean, I did get COVID once. Maybe that's that's, that's right. taken away my Rick and Morty license. Oh, no. Well, yeah. you know what? Season six starts that next month, so you'll mm-hmm. get right back into it. Or whatever <laughs> season it is. There's also Solar Opposites on Hulu, in case mm-hmm. you want even more of, of the exact same fucking thing, but a different <laughs> dynamic. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now we're talking about FromSoft only having one thing that they do. (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to say? Uh, I'm trying to say that Justin Roiland is a very impressive creator. Uh, His ability to begin talking and then not need to stop is honestly very impressive. (laughs) Yeah, it is pretty good. One of the one of the better clips like that they put out is him getting just fucking blasted drunk and doing the Rick and Morty like voice acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, I think <laughs> to me some of the best Rick and Morty episodes are the one where it's like interdimensional cable where they just kind of mm-hmm. shoot shit, it just riffs, yeah, yeah, and then they animate around that. It's so. That's good. Anyway, this definitely yeah. seems the most ambitious of the, his game so far. Agreed. Yep. Biggest one. Wasn't the first one like a VR? Yeah, some, yeah. I've played it. It was fun. Uh, I mean, it was it was super weird, super cerebral. It was just basically going from like weird scene to weird scene. It's it's pretty much interdimensional cable, but um, you you keep like putting on a new VR headset and going a level deeper. Mm. Um, but then you just end up in the dumbest, weirdest sequences over and over again. Yeah, I, I, that's what I kind of fully expect high on life to feel like, you know, it's, it's just going to get I'm dumber sure. and dumber, like in a good way, but yeah. just more absurd and probably nihilist, you know, it's just, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Expanse, 
is coming soon. Not the not the show, but the game based on the show. Uh, summer 2023. Well, but it's based on the books, I would hope. Uh, yeah. Uh, but summer 2023 by the brand new Telltale Games and Deck 9. So this is no one from original Telltale is involved. It's it, like it, this is the like the purchase of the company, filling the company with new people yeah. and putting out a brand new product. They revived mm-hmm. the name basically is all. The name. Okay. But the developers are Deck 9, which they did Life is Strange, True Colors, Life is Strange, Before the Storm. Okay. So there's still like pedigree in the genre. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like had I before I knew it was Deck 9 doing it, I was like, hmm, I don't know. But no, <laughs> yeah. knowing them that they're on it, you know, it's like, okay, that's giving me some hope. Yeah. What do we think about the expanse? Do we know if it's going to be episodic or not? <laughs> oh, like, are they going to fall back well, into, they said. Yeah. into that? Yeah, they didn't really. Yeah, that I don't know. Because I would, mm-hmm. I would hope that they figured out a better way to do the pipeline, like making yeah. sure that they have like, like episode one through four ready before they even put out one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh, I think it was someone at Deck Nine did an interview a couple months ago where they said I couldn't imagine releasing a game episodically anymore. Like they would still keep the episodic format yeah. because like True Colors is like episode one through five, but that all right. came out but a single package. Time. Yeah. So the episodic format's more for like pacing of the story, but in terms of release. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm I hopeful. I think releasing yeah. it that way kind of held them back too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like having to wait, because mm-hmm. then you just kind of forget. Patient. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I think, uh, tell me why I did it pretty smartly too. Where that was like a week apart. Like they released it weekly for three weeks. Yeah, like, that's a decent window. Yeah, but I imagine we'll learn more as we get closer to that summer twenty three window for the expanse. Yeah, but. Yeah, I think this is going to be that first new thing from new Telltale, which I think is going to set a tone for what people can expect. Yep. Yeah. Because back in its make or break. Yeah, because back in its heyday, Telltale was like really good, and then they just kind of didn't evolve, and they tried to grow way too fast. Yeah. Well, they did the same thing over and over again, and then just said more IPs, more IPs, more IPs, more IPs, and didn't decide to evolve the formula or engine at all. <laughs> exactly, that's fair. And crushed under what they did. But hey, I hear that a Tech Raptor, a Telltale series, would have been a fantastic game. Mm. Too bad, too bad it bankrupted the company. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. Uh, yeah. Uh, one other game from Gamescom that we mentioned earlier, but I think let's let's talk about it a little more because some more news came out about it after Gamescom opening night live. Everywhere, the game. Uh, so if you haven't seen the trailer, I would recommend watching it only because it's so like, well, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, it's a good test of your bullshit detector, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like, do you, do you smell something funny after you see this trailer? Uh, cause they're promising Mm. everything that you can do everywhere. Um, and it it led some people to think like, oh, it's no man's guy. Yeah, and I know we, in our Slack we were chatting about it, and like people on Twitter were talking about it. Like, is this an NFT? Are there NFTs in this? Uh, I know and, what it is now. Go ahead, mm-hmm. though. I've got. I figured it out. 
Okay. Well, because then they also had job listings for like a blockchain developer out there. And then they came out and said, no, guys, we promise this is not going to be built on the blockchain. So if it's not a blockchain game, what is it? it well, it is a blockchain game. They're lying. Okay. But okay. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. it. You can stop there. <laughs> it is. They're out star citizening star citizen. They're getting yeah. ahead of them. Oh. This is star citizen two. When they're like, guess what? We're bigger and better, baby. NFTs and blockchain. Mm-hmm. Like, you think your grift is good? You haven't seen grift. <laughs> we got Do all kinds of tools. Do you think I could transfer tools. my sheep coin into it? Probably. I don't know. Will it actually be worth something? Yeah. Can Can you imagine Rut just coming into Slack one day and saying, "I've transferred my sheep coin to everywhere." Damn right. Yes. To everywhere. It's the long it's con, true. man. It will be in the. It'll be. Or, sorry, meta, not con. The, the long play. Mm-hmm. It's like the the trailer for everything contained so many buzzwords without actually representing what their title was about. Do you I mean, mean, do you sure mean everywhere? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the the trailer for everywhere contained so many buzzwords is that I have a feeling that next E3 devolver will just be able to play the that trailer in its entirety and it would be able to be enough of a parody of itself yeah um right and yeah like going through it immediately as we were all like looking for like watching it all together we're just like oh something's (laughs) something's not right here (laughs) something's smishy it like every every way they were saying things Everywhere they all were the exact things. same verbiage that these metaverse games use. It's like mm. you can make your own world, you can be your own character. Like at this point, if you say that, it's a metaverse game, and everybody knows it. Um, and I know they said it's not on the blockchain, but if you're hiring a blockchain developer, I believe that the I way mean, that they phrased it was also very odd. Oh, they said that people were saying, is this a blockchain game? Are you using NFTs? Yada, yada. And they said, no, we're not building it on the blockchain. We're building it on Unreal Engine. And it's like, yeah. that's not really how that that's works. Question. Like, we're building on uh, everywhere on Unreal Engine 5, not the blockchain. Yeah, Unreal the, the way can that function you, with the blockchain. The way that you are answering that question tells me that you are either purposefully avoiding or you don't know enough about what you're talking about to accurately mm. respond to this question. And both of those can concern me for two different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so like they, they've claimed that the the blockchain dev positions are quote research positions, as we do not like dismissing new technologies only because others haven't found a solution for them yet. See, and yeah, like, you only create a position if if there's financial gain around it, there's an ROI with that position. You don't just create a position to create a position. Mm-hmm. And like but. even what Phil Spector, Phil Spector, Spector. Who's yeah, that guy? Spencer? Phil Spencer. What? <laughs> Phil yeah, Spencer. I just watched your brain melt down in, in <laughs> like, real time. That's wrong. That's definitely wrong. No, Phil Spencer came out this week and also said like, yeah, they're looking into the blockchain and like, they see some interesting ideas behind it, but they're still not sure where it benefits the player. And that's kind of the similar vibe that we've had from Nintendo in the past as well. And yeah, it's like, it's totally, it's one thing to do research or to hire an independent firm, maybe externally to, to present to you what the benefits may be. 
but if you if you're hiring a full-time position probably you know in the upper five figures um chances are you're you're planning on using it <laughs> yeah yeah you know who phil specter is Who's Phil Spector? He's an American uh, record producer and songwriter who worked with the Beatles and stuff, and also a convicted murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I just watched a movie about the Beatles songs yesterday, so maybe that's why that's on my mind. Yeah. That um, I think you were thinking of Warren Spector, probably, but mm. that's why you're no, I was thinking of Phil Spencer. I just well, I know you're thinking of that. There but was a, there was a mismatch in my brain to my speaker box. You know, I'm looking mm-hmm. at this this website for Build a Rocket Boy is the name of the company, and I right. made a joke about calling themselves Barb, but they do call themselves Barb apparently. <laughs> in short, um, and it's been around apparently since 2016, and now they have over 400 people. And this, I'm reading this thing about how they got some more se- their Series B fundraising. I don't know. Something uh, yeah. just is weird. It's it's fishy, right? <laughs> Over four hundred people working on this, and you this company's existed for six years. And they they have a quote that like we're excited. We're also very excited at how the current trends in the video game industry are aligning with their vision for everywhere. And it's like all of the current trends in the game industry, AAA wise, fucking suck. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. yeah, mm, yeah. No, I mean, they're just not... trying to catch up to Second Life at this point, but that's basically just a, a really bad RP server. Mm-hmm. So you should go play Moonguard, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I feel very confident in what Everywhere is going to bring oh. to the table. It's it. Nope. No, like it's it's basically it's sounding like the world's most ambitious crypto wallet to me right now. No. <laughs> to the moon, baby. Yeah. Feels like yeah, one of those I, things I, that we'll see it here and then never again, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Or or it'll come out and just be like everybody like this sucks. And hey, actually the, guys, or I bet get purchased by Meta. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, Jeff Be- oh, Jeff Bezos, Jesus. I don't know. Other mm-hmm. billionaire man, Mark Zuckerberg, is gonna that? see it and think this looks good. It looks better than my avatar, I yeah. guess. This is the metaverse now. Yeah. Okay, uh, I, I bet you got right here, right now, I bet all of my Dogecoin, all my Sheepcoin, all my Bitcoin, I'm betting all of it that they're oh, gonna boy. announce a Kickstarter within two years. Ooh, I don't think so. I'll, no? I'll take that bet. I'll, yeah. I'll slap my nickel down against your nickel. So you're about to get 30 cents. <laughs> yeah. Where's yeah. a quarter? I got a quarter somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it feels very star citizen to me, you know, or like they're going to find a way to keep getting money without releasing a product. That's really meaningful and viable. Right. And like, keep promising. And yeah, delivering. I mean, there's nothing like lots of games that get released that aren't meaningful or viable. <laughs> Let's be fair. <laughs> I mean, in the game, in the gaming space, right? I know there's no game more meaningful than Sonic Frontiers. Oh, but, there's so much you know. meaning. It does you know, mean a I, lot. I just don't see this being a no worthwhile investment. Everything no. about it is just red flag after red flag after red flag. Exactly. Like if people get yep. duped into it, it's like I don't know how to help you. Like you're just. You're going through life and you're fucked. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. Exactly. Uh, Last story of the day, I think. Let's talk about Sony hiking up the prices of the the PlayStation 5. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. So for 
almost everyone who doesn't have one yet. Mm -hmm. Which is almost everyone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they've made the quote difficult decision, but this is not applying to the USA. It's applying to other markets in Europe, China, Canada, um, where the price hike will be just a little bit due to inflation. So, like for example, now you're looking at 550 euro in Europe or 480 pounds in the UK, uh, 6,000 ish yen in Japan. So it's it's you know a slight hike up, right? What they say, but, roughly 10 percent on mm -hmm. average. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft and Nintendo have both come out since that news and were like, "Cool, ours are still three hundred dollars for the Switch and five hundred dollars yeah. for the Series X." I think X. part of it is that like, so Sony's got one section of their company that's doing well and they're like oh god we need it to mm -hmm. keep making money please it's <laughs> fair <Yeah. laughs> yeah it's weird that normally around the time in a console life cycle you would start seeing the drop in 50 dollars yeah um instead we're seeing the increase um i'm sure that you know microsoft is well nintendo is saying that there's no problem in passing say because Nintendo wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't see an issue yeah. if it was flying at them. No. <laughs> no. Well, they, plus, they, they have like a trillion dollars in like just sitting in a bank. They have like an yeah. insane amount of money just sitting around. And they're releasing Splatoon 3. That's going to save That's Nintendo. That's so, <laughs> they're set. They're, that they're one's for go. you, Dan. <laughs> uh, the, uh, um, That's cold. But I think that this is also where Microsoft is kind of getting around. Like, we, all, we all know that um, console sales are always at a loss. Uh, you know, that's mm -hmm. why we're able to look at the Xbox Series X and say, wow, that's a super intense piece of hardware um, that they must be selling at a loss uh, because it's half the, half the price of a, a gaming PC of the same size. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think that this is also where Microsoft is going to get away with it, with like the Samsung deal and with yep. moving like their games to PC and stuff because they're just not as reliant on selling their consoles at a loss to then sell for a profit with the the games. Yeah. Well, and it's um, something we've talked about before. They're also got the benefit of being one of the biggest companies in the world. So yeah, that's like, true. I, it, it would be a total Chad move for them to be like, you know what? You're doing a price hike fucking slashed. We're yeah. taking 50 bucks off. Mm -hmm. And like, we don't <laughs> give a shit. Like that would be so crazy. This feels yeah. like revenge for the, the, um, used games back in the day with the video that sony put out <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> the xbox one and yeah mm -hmm. i mean if you think about it it is kind of remarkable that like you know especially with inflation just being such a huge story and like everywhere for the past few yeah. years um games were still 60 bucks well 70 depending but well, like sony sells 60, them for 70 sony sells them for 70 <laughs> yeah you have to pay 550 dollars for your machine and then 70 dollars for your games yeah. um but i mean for the most part like games have been pretty like the software themselves yeah i've been steady for years even that well even cheap like you look at like pc gaming in particular like you regularly get games not that much far out from release that are like half price Right. Yeah, most games launch with like a twenty percent discount. Yeah, so they're like, they're pretty regularly not sixty dollars. And like back in the day, like some SNES games, they'd be like, here, this is eighty dollars. And you're like, oh. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a steady sixty all the time. There was some variance. Even, yeah, even PlayStation like, 1 games were like So imagine bucks. yeah, imagine paying like eighty bucks in the nineties for a fucking Mega Man X or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Yeah, that'd be rough. 
but yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting to see that like it's a follow-up kind of on the previously we were talking about with all the console wars happening right again like how it was very legal like legal combat kind of in a way like a couple weeks ago and now we're here looking at the financial changes right like Mm -hmm. it just makes you think more about like because i've always seen sony as like the apple of the console space and this is feeling more and more like I mean, in, in one way, yeah, it's a, it's a reaction to inflation, but in another way, it kind of now feels like the Sony tax, like the Apple tax. Yeah, well, they, they've always had the, like, uh, our products are so good, we we don't need to play by the same rules. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is they did it with TVs, like too. Yeah, well, the Sony TVs are genuinely kind of in a class of their own in a lot of ways for some stuff. Yeah. Technology, like the software behind it-wise, anyway, but... Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we'll see, we'll see more of this come out and we'll see like, Hey, maybe more people will buy Xboxes just cause they're cheaper and more affordable. I Could mean, they be. kind of have been for a while now, right? Like even just yeah. buy a series S get game pass done. Right. And now yeah. it's just even more viable now. But I still part of it is like, uh, they're still hard to come by PS fives and they will be. So are X new Xbox series X's are more hard to come by than series S. Yeah. Uh, they're also, pretty difficult and what's, what's what's crazy is that that we joke about like not everybody has a ps5 like it's sold a ton of them there's a lot mm-hmm. of them out there <laughs> like they're they're always the off demand the shelf. is yeah the demand is still just insane for yeah. it yeah like mostly because of the the slow burn to get them period i think like yeah. had had the supply chain not been what it is i don't think it would it would be where it is right now in terms of like everybody who wants one is still trying to get one potentially yeah like because i mean it is bad optics right to say hey we have to increase the price of our ps5 but i don't think it's so bad that we're gonna see a decline in ps5 sales probably not mm-hmm. no i mean no. there'll be people be upset about it and I, I kind of rightfully i get it um because i think God, i have to look it up i don't want to be wrong but like they there was talk about how they already had made a profit on the hardware from it Mm-hmm. And they weren't necessarily selling it at a loss anymore because they they made some design changes in their production. Yeah, like already, I... like they weren't, and that's we've all become pretty used to. As Stretch was saying, like we know consoles usually sell at some kind of loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because I know wasn't it like Austin Walker did that thing a couple like about a year ago now, maybe where the, some of the newer PS fives have less heat sinks. In them. Well, they they redesigned it to reduce some weight but apparently it's just as or better effective apparently mm. interesting um, but yeah they did some changes to to the manufacturing of it um and so it's just a weird thing to think of them as as making a profit on selling the console when that's not been the case for so long mm-hmm. but like i said i genuinely wonder if sony's like this is our money maker in terms of the whole company because yeah. they've, they've yeah. killed off, mo- they've sold off almost everything they do, like TVs they make, but they don't make hardly anything else like they used to. They used to make basically every appliance you could think of. But what about the Walkman? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. good times. So, I don't know. That might be part of it. Like, that's the thing that, that whenever we do talk about Sony versus Xbox and stuff like that, like, Sony as a company is uh, small time compared to Xbox and Microsoft. Yeah. Like, they're nothing compared to mm-hmm. them. And they do not have anywhere near the firepower uh, no. in comparison. So, like Sony could not drop seventy billion dollars to acquire a studio. No, no, no. no, not at all. So they don't have that Azure money. Yeah, yeah. 
well, maybe after they start selling these PS5s at a fifty dollars more, you know, maybe you know, then they'll, hey, start... they'll be raking it in. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's... maybe they'll stop making you know shit movies like Morbius and <laughs> and use their label for something else. Yeah. <laughs> Although I know yeah. what a cultural cultural touchstone that movie is now. I understand. Yeah. It's, Everybody it's wants been... to go see it in theaters again. It's Morbin time. Yeah. Oh, hey Sony, God. bring it back. Bring it back in theaters. Let's. Yeah. I they already, watch they already fell time. for that bait once and it fucking failed. No, but seriously, this time we will. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. 100%. Absolutely. That would be one of the greatest things on the internet if they got convinced them to do it again. Mm-hmm. Do it again. <laughs> and hey, maybe if you go, if I go again, maybe I'll buy another PS5. You know, maybe I'll. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That'll. They'll buy that. <laughs> no, I'll buy that. Uh, yeah. They'll give you a $50. <laughs> I need a, five a PS5 five for my bedroom and one for my living room. Well, no, I'll connect both by USB to double the power. That's how that works, oh, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, oh, I, okay, so it's like a switch dock where you just daisy right. chain them together and you that's how you get Super Mario Odyssey in 4K. Exactly. That's that's how you can finally play God of War that's Ragnarok right. at 60 on FPS. On the Switch. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but I think that does it for this, this week's episode of the TechRunner Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please feel free to leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Um, and let us know in the comments below, either on YouTube or on our site. You know, what was the most exciting thing from Gamescom that you saw that you're just like, I can't wait to play that? And why is it Sonic Frontiers? Let us know. Um, if you want. If it, is, if it is Sonic Frontiers, seek help. You need it. You may not know it about yourself yet, but this should be the sign. Okay. Harsh words. Um, and if you'd like more, we always have uh, news, features, reviews, etc. going up at techraptor.net. But if you want more of this show, we will be back maybe next Monday. We've got PAX things to figure out, but we will be back. We'll see you then. Thank you.